Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Twisted Trio podcast. I am your host, Brendan Call Me Nighthawk Weber, and today I'm here with... Cesar Thopolis Salazar. And today we're going to be talking about the LCS EUNA Week 4. It's exciting. Um, yeah, so let's get into it, huh? <laughs> Uh, let's start in uh, EU. So we're just going to break over these games. I'm just going to read over uh, who won. And then if you want to ha have anything to say, just shout it out at the end. Sound good? Sounds good. Cool. All right. So uh, day one of week four was Thursday, June 22nd. You had Misfits versus Team Vitality. Misfits win. Uh, then you had Fnatic versus H2K. Uh, Fnatic wins this one. Uh, then the next day was Friday, June 23rd. Uh, you have Rockcat versus Splice. Splice wins. Uh, then you have the UOL versus G2. Uh, pretty good game. UOL wins. Then Saturday, you had uh, Fnatic versus Mysterious Monkeys. And Fnatic won. And you had H2K winning over Ninjas in Pajamas on Sunday. Or Saturday, sorry. Um, yeah, so what's, uh, what games did you actually watch, and what sticks out to you, Cesar? Uh I watched um, Unicorns of Love versus G2. That one is a really good match, I think. Um, you can tell stoked about winning that match, and it, they almost slipped a few times, you know? Like, you can tell, like, they were pretty dominant, though, yeah. overall. But, like, I think the fact they even mentioned it, too, like, the fact that they were, like, super close at winning G2, especially, kind of, like, increases your nerves, you know? Like, is this real life? Is this happening right now? And, you know, and sometimes you slip and sometimes you, you keep striving. And I feel like it's really glad to see that Unicorns of Love won this. I mean, I like G2, um, but right now they still haven't gotten to the level that we're all used to seeing. And once they do get to that level, let's hope it's not another complete, complete stomp, you know? And... I don't know. I think it'll be an interesting um, playoff season this time around for EU. Yeah, so it, is there something to be said that uh, teams that go to MSI and play SKT in the finals and look competitive come back the next season and do absolutely nothing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, with CLG, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Last time, what happened was, I mean, it's just the patch. You know, they're too used to the patch while every other team is, like, already going through it and everything and I just feel like it, it hurts them a little um, coming back they had to take a vacation G2 at least for like their mid lane or their um, top and jung while their mid laner was actually sick perks so yeah so them actually not doing well so the vacation memes are still dogging them huh mm. <laughs> I mean they, they've proven themselves though I think to people which is nice because I've always liked Sven and Mithy so, uh, yeah, I enjoyed seeing. So I never really disliked G two for their reasons, you know. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, I watched this as well. Um, just, just really, really good play from Unicorns of Love. Um, they really understand how to take a snowball and just run with it, um, which is really scary because they're going to Rift Rivals. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I'm not looking forward to that. Um, I didn't watch H2K versus Fnatic. Um, 
I heard this was a two o yeah two o stomp. Was. Um, yeah. So uh, HCK just not looking good. I do you think it's a a Ryu thing? Um, because ever since they got Febivin back, it seems like they don't know what to do after like the twenty thirty minute mark. Yeah, I think because Reckless actually talked about this too about the issues about H two K and how it's like they should be focusing more around play around Febibin hmm. because it seems like um, their attention on uh, bot lane with you know forgiven unforgiven and everything. So now it seems like they're still kind of relying on the nuclear um, side of things, and it's not working out for them, you know. So I would think that they should probably focus more in playing. In, in like their mid laner because Febivin is looking really good every single time you know like I, I really enjoy um, him and his plays yeah I uh, so. I think if Febivin was in North America he would be like one of the top three uh, mid laners yeah, definitely stand next to Bjerg and Jensen like I honestly think Febivin would be top three with them and maybe like you know even battling for second spot too you know depending on whoever that is Jensen no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I feel you uh, yeah he's he's he does really well um it's just it's weird to see this team not pull together yet yeah uh, we say that but they're still yeah. four and two they're, they're still like a really good winning record so yeah I don't know. But we know they can. We know more potential is in this team, you know, and they're they're still unleashing it. So hopefully they'll be ready for playoffs, like we said, and I think they will be. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Well, they got after this week they got a, a week break. So hopefully they can do something with this while the top teams are doing other things. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I wanted to bring up as far as EU matchups were the Fnatic Mysterious Monkeys. I didn't actually watch these games, um, but just as a reminder, if you forgot, uh, they added Mysterious Monkeys added Kickus and Amazing to the lineup, and Kickus and Amazing were Fnatic's Academy's uh, players before they got signed over to Ninjas in Pajamas. Well, some of them. Um, actually, no, none of them. Sorry, because <laughs> uh, they wanted to go as a team to Ninjas in Pajamas. It didn't work out, so the whole team said no. So now Kickus and Amazing went over to Mysterious Monkeys, um, and Kickus is doing Kickus things. He went Aatrox in the top lane and showed us why Aatrox is a bad champion. Competing. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but I, I do like seeing Kickus back in. I think he's a, um, <clears throat> he's not a great player, but he's one of those like alternate thinking kind of a players that really pushes the envelope. Um, and we can see some pretty fun stuff from him, especially on a team like Mysterious Monkeys, where they're not expected to do anything. He could really thrive so, in yeah. something like that. So. <laughs> Um. So yeah. So at the end of the day, um, we'll start in Group A. So uh, after all that, the teams are standing as such. Group A, uh, first place you have Fnatic at six and one. Second place is Misfits four and one. 
Uh, you, then third place, shockingly enough, G2 with a two and three record. Then you have Rock Cat with two and four, and Ninjas of Pajamas, O oh and six, not one win. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> interesting. And then uh, go to Group B. Uh, first place, you have Unicorns of Love with uh, four wins, one loss. Then you have H2K, second with four wins, two losses. Splice, and tie for second with four wins, two losses. Team Vitality up in fourth with two wins, four losses. And Mysterious Monkeys, one win, five losses. Not as bad as Ninjas in Pajamas. but um, And then we do need to let people know uh, EU is still doing a relegation system at the end of this split. Uh, North America is not. So uh, these last place teams will have to fight for their spot once it comes to it. So... Uh, I personally hope it's Vitality, but we'll see. <laughs> you don't want to see Vitality, dude. They had they've had so long to get their shit together, and it's it's still it's still so bad. So, uh, at least Mysterious Monkeys looks dope. Like, I can get behind Mysterious Monkeys and Ninjas in Pajamas. I mean, it's a it's a wide known uh, gaming brand. Yeah, and I mean, you have like Bjergsen coming from it. So, and even uh, Spence Garen was there, wasn't he? I think I thought he was in um, another team, but it could be. Uh, you know, all those Europeans are all the same to us North Americans, so. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, speaking of uh, North America, let's come over to the great NA side uh, where North America played. Um, so, again, I'm just going to run over these. And if you have any thing to say about each individual thing just let me know mm-hmm. sound good all right <clears throat> so uh first game was friday uh june 23rd you had immortals versus clg immortals take this 2-0 you have echo fox versus phoenix one phoenix wins 2-0 shockingly enough their first win, actually, right? Their first win, yep. Yeah, crazy. Uh, day two, you have um, TSM 2-0 versus uh, FlyQuest. You have CLG versus Envy 2-0 CLG. You have Cloud9 2-0 versus Team Liquid. And you have Immortals versus Team Dignitas. Went 2-1 in Immortals' favor. Uh, last day, day three, is Sunday, June 25th. You have TSM versus Echo Fox. TSM wins 2-0, rounding out a 4-0 week. Pretty good for them. Um, next, you have Team Liquid versus Phoenix 1, where Liquid actually wins in a 2-1 fashion. Uh, next up, you have Cloud9 versus Team Dignitas, where Cloud9 wins 2-1. And the very last game of uh, this week is uh, FlyQuest versus Envy, where Envy wins 2-1. Cool beans. Um, so yeah, so let's hop in it. Let's do uh, let's do Immortals versus CLG first. And what you got on this one, Caesar? Fun. It was a good fun match. I think uh, it was was really good for for a victory for our Immortals because they they finally showed who won the trade. You know. <laughs> Versus a uh, Smithy and Dardock, so it was really I was really glad to see um 
to see Immortals just CLG in a good fashion where they weren't showing like because I remember Stixay said something like you know they've been really lucky getting free wins and everything <laughs> it kind of just bit them back in the face Yeah. so uh, I think the first match was it the first match where they were really close or was it the second match okay yeah the second match was really close the first match it was just a straight up stomp by, by Immortals um, yeah. So it was... the the thing the the thing I wanted to say about this before you get going is, um, basically, game one looks like a stomp, but you have Darshan with um, top lane Camille, you have Kha'Zix, and you have a Caitlyn. And like two or three of these early game fights, like Immortals gets out with like their bear. Uh, I don't know how that saying goes. But they barely get out. Yeah, blinking red lights. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So honestly, if like if Darshan could have got an earlier kill um, on Flame in the top lane, or if Stixay could have got going, if one of these could have got one or maybe two kills, I feel like this match would actually, or the first game would be a lot closer. <laughs> but um, but that's not how League is played. So let's. No, yeah, it was really good. Um, I think in terms of, like. Immortals just know their champions better, you know? They just knew exactly what were what was they're like able to get out in time and everything and make these plays. Like Cody Sun and the bot lane with Olay look are looking amazing right now. You know, oh, like from the amount of shit that Cody Sun used to get at the beginning half of Spring Split versus today, like it's just like a one eighty um champion or a one eighty uh person now playing, you know, it's He's really great, and a lot of it is also probably due to their Korean coach that they were talking about, um, who said, like, you know, NA has a lot of potential in the scene, you know? All you really need is, like, to have someone there who, like, can see their potential and bring it, and that's what we're seeing right now with Immortals is seeing the potential that they can bring. Yeah, and uh, honestly, so a, I think a lot. So I think number one for a bit. Yeah, the, the thing I, I want to point out is that... Um, so they've been talking about, like, you know, Xsmithy, like, probably is going to be, like, MVP of the year, maybe, or the split, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... How much of it do you think of it as Xsmithy, or do you just think of it as, like, a team? Because my my thinking is, yeah, Xsmithy came in, uh, you get Dardock out, he's toxic in that kind of environment, so it kind of brings the team down. But... Mm. Overall, like, Xsmithy looks pretty good. He looks like he was on CLG when CLG was doing perfectly fine. But, like, Flame has really stepped up. And the big one is Pole Belter has really stepped up. And then yeah. Cody Sun and Olay have just been, like, on a tear. So I don't really think Xsmithy needs to be a part of this team to make them really good. I just think Xsmithy is that, like, the you know the cherry on top that just puts everything together and makes them a solidified first place team right now so okay i mean i think flame has stepped up a lot like you said um uh pole belter i've always seen him as like the best uh na uh, mid laner so i'm glad that he's now living up to the name you know only na mid laner yeah <laughs> like one of the only other than high you know <laughs> yeah but um really interesting to see that he's back at it he's such a great player so it's good um cody sun in la right now i think since they're able to handle their own bot lane really well that's fine but xmithy works so well with pole belter 
and I think a lot of that makes an impact throughout the game since this meta right now is still relying on like how far ahead jungler can help mid lane you know and since Galio like he I think he used Galio the first match and how much of a fucking <laughs> stomp it was yeah I, I mean for pole balser being a mid laner I know that they have to play like solo queue and all that other stuff so I mean they played every pro player has probably played every champion once at least I would assume but his knowledge of how to peel in this game specifically his flash w's on people as galio pole belters uh is crazy the fact that like he just as a mid laner you want to facilitate kills and you want to be the one killing you're all about damage galio you can't do that you're all about hey focus me while my team kills you to like see him right yeah and so see seeing something like that is way. is so good um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Bjergsen's got to watch out for the best Galio player. Uh, Bjergsen, uh, last time I checked, Bjergsen is lost on Galio mid, but Golden Glue, I think, is right now on a perfect streak. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because he's only, good, he's only allowed to play one game every week. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was a really good, um, interesting matchup. It, like you said, it could have gone either way any time of the you know of the match but i'm really glad immortals were able to close out and like shut up all those non-believers that were saying like oh they've gone against their not playing their best you know so yeah and then uh, i think how, it'll be a fun how do you feel about darduck so this is the one and only darduck or rexi game where they where he went warrior black cleaver all the other ones went cinder hulk uh titanic so how I mean, his score line is 5-5-5, five, five, and five, but how do you feel this play style of this Rek'Sai did compared to the other ones? Um, the Warrior, I think it's more of that solo queue mentality where you're just trying to look for ganks at that point because I'm pretty sure if he went that build, he probably maxed um, he probably maxed E. Yeah, he did. I'm checking out right now. Yeah, he maxed E. So he was trying to gank too much, and there is like a thing where you're ganking way too much in lane, you know? And you're kind of hurting your team at that po at that point. So I would feel like you should have just maybe have gone the tankier build because they had a Fiora at top lane during that match, and it's not like you're helping the team at all at that point because you don't have an actual tank. Even though like Afromu was going Tom Kenj, it's not like he's able to sustain, and we were able to see that a lot of the time, you know. Yeah. So maybe he should have gone at least the tank, but he did go sidestone, which is interesting for me. Like if if you're gonna, it, it's like he didn't commit all the way to being that damage, you know, carry. Yeah. Jungler, he rather went um, the other direction, but. Which is which is really weird. I mean, does Rexai really need blue smite? I mean, couldn't he just have gone green smite and have uh, two available wards? Yeah. He could have, but um, the slow helps a lot. Um, for Rek'Sai, as well as challenging Smite, the true damage is just really unexpected too. But the green, um, the green could have helped a lot. Um, Tracker's knife. Uh, it just seems more that would have been nice efficient. Um, it, I, instead of getting the um, side stone, yeah, yeah, definitely. Wanted to probably that early game damage. I think the black, um, the black cleaver is the one thing that you don't want to go though, because uh, generally with Rek'Sai. Um, sure, the armor, you know, the armor uh, 
reducing Shred. their armor is nice and all, but you only get like one Q out in fights most of the time, you know? Mm -hmm. When your E uh, does true damage, so it's like it's better if you go Titanic Hydra because that damage just is so high up um, and it's so unexpected too, especially. Um, so it's really interesting to see that build on him. I mean, you know, he's the professional player, so probably he knows why he went it. And he could just fucking school me at, but Q route, I think he should have gone full, full solo Q instead of going like half there, half, you know, here. Yeah, that's the, that's the one thing I'm, I'm seeing about uh, Rek'Sai is you have to early on figure out what build you're going to do and you need to like stick to it. Yeah, uh, or else like it, it will punish you. Like um, if I don't build at least tanky by the third item, then it's going to show like the effects later on, you know, if I build another damage item and then I decide halfway through like, okay, I'm going to go build tanky now after my fourth item, you know? Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not how Rek'Sai works at all. Like she can... She can be tanky after getting um, Titanic Hydra and uh, Warriors, so it's like you can you can basically one shot the um, ADC if you uh, are able to not get them ahead. Yeah, real interesting to see. And the he other did he did a lot of damage too during this match. Yeah, I mean she does she does a shit ton of damage. Um, uh, another thing I wanted to ask you is, um, so this is our first time seeing the the support changes where uh, Redemption is now based off of like healing amplifiers. So like um, you need to have like wind speakers to help it, or um, like other uh, what's the other one? Um, Ardent sensor. Yeah, Ardent sensor. Yeah, so you need like these like a additional items or mastery in order to like help help with this thing how do you ole played bard and thresh and he played and he got redemption on both of them and the thresh one specifically it was just like uh like mm, yeah uh, I, maybe it's i mean maybe it's a patch thing but it's just like that's just odd to see Maybe Ole knows something we don't. Maybe he forgot about the patch notes. And <laughs> All right, you know, it's like... That's what I was thinking, too, when you mentioned that. Because um, I feel like it would help a lot with, like, Bard. I think the Redemption would help helps a lot. But really interesting to see. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, I don't want to get into, like, solo queue. And granted, I am, a, a, I am only... A Bard. Yeah, I'm only Silver 3 Scrub. Um, I don't take any healing amplifiers in my runes, masteries, or item builds. I mean, I used to get redemption before, um, but you take Ignite bottom lane and you take Thunderlord's bot lane because your whole idea is once your meeps are up, you're going to slap them and you're going to do as much damage as you can to push them out or chunk them. Um, so you don't have really any... You don't have your wind speakers, so you don't have a healing amplifier. I mean, you could go ardent sensor, but your heal is better if you leave it on the ground. So you're not going to constantly be healing people. So ardent sensor isn't really like that beneficial, especially like in a like a team fight because your heal absolutely does nothing. Um, so I personally wouldn't even get um, redemption on bard anymore. 
but that's just me. I mean, and and like he has the same thought process. He he's literally going frozen fist. Uh, before this right. game ended, he has a fucking glacial shroud and a sheen as bar yeah. support. So like his his idea is correct, but I don't know about the. I don't. Maybe he's stuck in a patch behind. I'm not sure though. Um, it was just interesting. So, okay, we spent quite a bit of time on a two o. So, <laughs> uh, so the next one is um, Echo Fox versus uh, P one. I watched this series. Uh, pretty good and pretty bad, I would say. Uh, Keith looked like complete dog shit. And uh, Mike Young shows that you need to ban Nidalee and Lee Sin against him. That's If you don't ban those two, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you did you have anything about this? Uh, yeah. Um, I saw this, these matches, or I only saw probably one of them, but Arrow went off. Like, yeah, I think he, that's the one where Arrow just like had a, a great game. I'm uh, trying to my internet's so slow. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um, yeah, as uh, so I I kind of like not harped on Arrow's positioning earlier, um, but it seems like with this new jungle change, and we have to mention that X X Special is now his yeah. support, his like right. fifth sport. Fifth support <laughs> since he's been a part of P1, which is crazy to think. Like, that's a lot of fucking supports, right? Mm. Um, yeah. So his game one, he popped off as a uh, Jin. He went nine zero and nine. He had a hundred percent kill participation, and you can see like every time they fought, there's a W coming from Jin or his ulti was there. Like, um, yeah, he's doing really well. And I don't know if that's X-Special helping him and or if it's Mike Young and his shot calling. Or, um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's, looking, it's looking good. And it's kind of scary. So game one, they left up uh, LeBlanc. And literally, like, Froggen was, like, laughing when they first picked the LeBlanc on blue side. And, like, everyone's like, oh, shit. And then Ryu, like tries to counter it and he picks Galio but uh first blood goes to Acadian Frog in, in the mid lane and uh Galio's just getting dicked on um until he got his um I can't remember what he got first I feel like Abyssal Mask I maybe. think he'd get Abyssal Mask first that would yeah. be the smart decision yeah so uh uh, uh <laughs> I don't know but yeah uh, Arrow popped off in this um Rio did pretty well um, he did, as far as the mid laner is concerned, he did pretty well for a tanky guy. And um, I really do like Mike Young's Nidalee. Yeah, Mike Young is a rookie of a split deserving than like not have, being like the only person now. Or no, now he's not the only person, right? Who else so is He's got there? competition. Mike Young? Uh, someone else is also very new i can't remember their name and which team they're on i think he was actually a uh, envy 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 has a new mid laner oh niski or yeah niskyu or niski something like that is he new though they're they haven't played uh, lcs before oh interesting 
Um, okay. But yeah, he, uh, yeah, definitely deserving of, uh, you know, Ricky the split. Um, what, I mean, whatever he's doing, he needs to continue it. Obviously, um, they win this match, but go on to lose the next one. Um, but a lot of that is more of like team cohesion than, uh, I think individual play. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm actually really looking forward to Rift Rivals, depending on this coming week. If they can sure up some of those issues they had, um, they might surprise us at Rift Rivals. Because you got to think, the, these are going to be the Dark Horse. Everyone's counting them out already. If right. they can pull out some cheesy fucking strat <laughs> and win a game or two, like that, that'll just be hype enough. So, yeah, I think Mike Young will make a good impact in like international play. I think he he seems pretty ready and hyped up about the whole game, you know. So I'm pretty excited to uh, for P1 ever rivals too. Yeah, and it'll it'll be nice to see Ryu how Ryu performs against his old team. Well, not his old team, but his own his old uh, old region. His old region. Ish. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so um, cool. Uh, let's move on. So the next day was TSM versus FlyQuest, where TSM shits on FlyQuest. Yep. Uh, the only thing I have to add to this is what we talked before the podcast. Uh, Bjergsen's um, zillion is just so fucking strong. His bombs, his bomb placements, and his like ability to uh, think of what's happening next. Um, so, like examples are, I'm pretty sure he he missed like maybe two. Uh, double bombs the entire game which is pretty remarkable uh, seeing how your Q is always reset by your W <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so only missing like two or three of those is pretty fucking strong and then a play I had to uh, say is they were going for Baron uh, they were doing a Baron fight the enemy Kha'Zix hops over the wall goes to kill Bjergsen because he's alone so as Zillion he throws a bomb on himself and the Kha'Zix kind of like starts to run away, throws a bomb on Kha'Zix, flashes on top of him to sure the stun, and his team follows up and kills it. Like, that's that's pretty... That's just fucking good. That's just good play all around. Um, it's good to see. And then, uh, how do you feel about your Altex ex-lovers uh, FlyQuest right now? Uh... I like I knew having bringing in Wild Turtle wasn't going to be a good idea at all because even though his playstyle is just as like you know it doesn't fit well with like the person that needs to slow them down and like you know like when you're if you're like a gambling addict you know you don't have someone there who's just as well as a gambling addict as you you know you have someone who has to tell you to stop and shit you know <laughs> so it's yeah. like that's true just keep going let's keep going let's keep going let's force ourselves to have these fights and like the even the game that we're going to get to later with envy you know they're they're talking about how they're playing way too fast you know and yeah but i i i mean i don't really mind anymore it's just this is FlyQuest learning that they should never have dropped all tech because he's gonna have success with dignitas <laughs> hell yeah which is sad to see because I really do like Lod as a. Yeah, me too. Actually, I do like Lod too, but 
he has not been performing since Envy, you know. Envy, he was amazing for me, and that was, like, one of the only reasons why him and Lyra. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, so, moving on to the next game. Uh, you have CLG versus Envy. This was a 3-1. Or, I'm sorry, 3-1. This was a 2-1 uh, for CLG. Um, basically, game one, uh, Envy wanted everyone in North America and EU to remember that who he's uh, Aurelian Soul is the best Aurelian Soul in the world and you should always ban it. I don't know why they let it go through. I thought C9 did everyone a service so we'll favor. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but I guess they didn't take the hint. So, um, Also, uh, a lot of gins this week and a lot of them super uh, like 6 day first game 4 0 and 4 on Jin. Like, Jin is like, is it because of the buff or is it. I don't think it's like a meta thing, right? I think Uh, it's the. I think it's because they let Tom Kench go. Okay. Um, you can do a lot of damage with Tom Kench Jin because it's you're you have that safe presence, you know, like with the hook against Thresh just in case, you know, or the Brahms um, Q or the Morgana, you know, it's like you've always got that worry, wonder, like if you don't get the Tom Kench, then you don't pick up the Jin. <laughs> right. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh Tom Kench support is so good. Um cool. Um, so basically game one, uh, Lyra played Nidalee, went 1-1-1, one, one, and one. Um, not the greatest. Granted, she, he had uh, 50% of the kill participation, because <laughs> they only had four kills that game. I don't know, I, I don't know if it's because Envy was so bad compared to, like, last year, or if, like, Lyra's just not living up to the hype. I just feel like every time I, I like, oh, I want to watch this guy do well, and I watch him, it's like, eh, he's not doing anything crazy. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, there's there's a lot of hype around this guy, and, like, I don't know, yeah. I, don't, I don't see it anymore. It's it's upsetting, because I feel like it's, um, and then generally, he won't, like, do super amazing, you know, and I feel like that's the that's his champion that he should keep going 100% of the time, is if release in then you should expect him to make some great plays in the match you know and i can kind of see what he wanted to do with um where he wanted to kind of shut down that um that uh but you know sometimes it doesn't work out if the rexai gets ahead just even by a little because rexai when she gets like one or two kills she snowballs hard yeah and another thing is uh the the time that we did see when we were when everyone was all hyping up Lyra, his uh, Nidalee went AD. This game he went AP, and I don't know if that's a like maybe it's just a a difference in play that his AD Nidalee is just way better. Um, I'm just <laughs> I'm not sure. Right. So, um, but he ended up playing uh, Elise in the next two games. Obviously, winning game two. And losing game three. Um, I thought this had more to do... This series, anyway, had more to do with... Um, uh, basically, Seraph. I'm just... I don't know if I'm, like, a Seraph naysayer. I'm just really... I really don't like this guy. Um, 
I haven't liked him since he came a part of Envy. He was okay on CLG, but I don't know. His whole demeanor is just really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. And and they put in Niski uh, for this match as well. And I I don't know. I think I like Pyrian better. Yeah, I never saw a real issue with his mid laning, so it was really shocking for me to see that they like switched him out, you know? Yeah. I mean I I remember when the season started they did say that they were gonna be going forward with these two mid laners, but they never specified right. that they would be sharing time, like how that would work out. So it's just weird to see Pyrian play the first, you know, three weeks every single game, no matter what. Uh you know, like other teams would switch mod every other game to give them equal playing time but uh it's just weird so we'll 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 see how he does uh he's i mean he's nothing like spectacular um i didn't see anything crazy out of him so i'll just have to keep seeing i guess yeah so uh yeah so clg wins this um next game is clg versus team liquid this is a a 2-0 stomp thank god i was so worried I'm like, really? Are they gonna fucking win against the one time uh, Cloud Nine plays them, or the two times? But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, first game, Jensen. Jensen has this reputation where you leave him Lucian, he's going to rape you. He's gonna rape you, all your family, and oh my gosh. <laughs> Hide your kids, hide your wife, they're raping everybody. Um, so his first game, he went 10-0-5 on Lucian. Yep. Holy shit. And this is a really good uh, pick for them as well, because uh, a lot of people don't remember this for some reason, the last couple people I've talked to. Sneaky's Lucian is actually one of the better AD carry Lucians I've seen. He's always been... Uh, actually, he, he beat TSM with it last... Uh, was it last split? Anyway, Sneaky has a, a really good Lucian. So the fact that they can flex it, and then on top Makes of it... Makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah, and then on top of it, Sneaky plays the fucking Kennen now. And I don't think he's lost with it, has he? I uh, don't think so, but... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely not, not it's reckless, not reckless level. Yeah, it's not yeah, reckless it's level. it's not reckless level. But, but I, I, I kind of enjoy seeing... He doesn't either... He doesn't also build... um and mallet i forgot I, I i don't know i guess he's just stealing techniques right now you know yeah but then again the so i guess korean admitted they stole like an innate technique too i don't know an hmm. eu technique yeah it was the callista the callista rockin that's what uh i can't remember what team they admitted um that's how they won kt rolster they said oh yeah we saw them use that and everyone was just saying like holy shit callista rockin is ridiculous it's the kraken yeah <laughs> uh that's pretty dope yeah um and then another no- noticeable uh thing um blitzcrank up and coming yeah i was i was surprised well smoothie's like showing because he he said in multiple interviews he's happy with these playmaking you know supports now where like they get the shine, you know, outshine sometimes of the players themselves. Um, so it's really nice to see that Smoothie is showing that he's not just a support that's 
there to support. He's there to also make plays and like turn the game around if need be. And him and Impact have finally like have have shown themselves kind of again. Or I guess Impact still hasn't gotten to the level we're all used to, but at least he's not getting below that, you know. <laughs> um. So it's it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is also coming from the support who, in uh, the finals last split, he played Gragas uh, support and dominated with it. So mm-hmm. he, yeah, he's really he really likes those those flashy like I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck you up if you're in the wrong spot. So mm-hmm. it's good to see. Um, so yeah, moving on to game two, that was a C9 win, obviously, and this too is a C9 win. Uh, a little change up though. Uh, so the Cloud9, or Cloud9, the Team Liquid lineup, sorry, for game one, you have Rainover in the jungle, Slushy in mid lane, and Conquan as support, Laurelo top, and Pigla AD carry. Uh, but for game two, you have Laurelo on the top, Nori. Kevin Nori in the jungle, playing the exact same character as <laughs> Rainover is playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Slushy in the mid lane, Piglet, ADK, and then Conquan. So, let did you watch any of these series? I didn't watch this one with Nori in it. Okay, so I already knew C9 was going to take it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean they're my boys. I got to watch it. Um, yeah. So fine. basically, like, man, Nori's like has fallen so far like it's it's ridiculous um i don't i don't know i don't i don't know how you can have so many people on this lineup and still do bad uh their one upgrade i will say is conquan i think he looks way better than matt i don't think he has like the playmaking ability as matt but he's more of like uh i guess I guess he's like more consistent in what he does, so hopefully that'll mm-hmm. help. Um, I don't know. I just Matt died way too much, but I mean, if you look at both these games, he died five times in the first match and four in the next, so that's not really that much better. But we'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, so Enori's still not working, unfortunately. And then the next game is uh, Immortals Dignitas. I know you got some things to say about this one. Uh, not this one actually. Oh, that's right, you didn't. The next, yeah, the next one I would have things. <laughs> yeah. So, um, basically, uh, Team Dignitas has this uh, stigma around them. Their first game, they come out swinging. They just yeah fucking annihilate people they show them like yo we're top team and we don't give a fuck (laughs) and then the next two games they like they're like wait are we and then the third game they're like no no we're not we're sorry (laughs) like that's literally how it goes every time yeah um i know yeah just i don't know um someday needs to stick on those tanks is he is just not pulling his weight with these carries right now, even though he's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, but the Fiora hasn't worked out, 
anymore for him. It used to be amazing. Like that was like something you used to always have to ban, but not anymore. And <laughs> it's just interesting. I mean, it's it's good to see though that Immortals are able to come um, out on top again, you know, and just wreck them back, even though they like they were just like destroying them at first, and then they're like, no, we can wreck you too. So I think they had the shortest match too, and like this split history right now like 23 minutes um game three was immortals yeah 23 minutes 29 seconds yep uh immortals just solidifying that you know they're the best right now so it's it's good uh dignitas has a lot of flaws um and a lot of roster shakeups too which is really like, yeah, we know about Shrimp, we know about um, Chaser, but I don't I don't, I I don't, know. Like, Shrimp looks really good one game, and then it looks really bad the next game. Yeah. I think Shrimp needs to, I don't know, I feel like um, Shrimp's the better uh, jungler right now, but he needs to prove it if he wants to, like, um, stay, you know, in Dignitas, that why he should, like, remain doing well with like OP champions like I guess he, the win that they had against Immortals because of Zack was you know yeah. been over and you don't want to give over Zack ever <laughs> yeah basically it's like a fuck you like god damn it we forgot about Zack uh, yeah so. cool um, so yeah Immortals win 2-1 uh, they solidified their first place uh, basically, they played the two other people in first place and beat them both. So, beat them both. Yeah, uh, Ricky will be super excited when he gets back from his vacay. Yeah. Which I don't know why he's an Immortals fan, but I say why. I want to say Bandwagoner, but he was Immortal, he was an Immortal fan before. <laughs> uh, no, Immortals was pretty cool. Well, he didn't because uh, the Hooney ran over man. Yeah. See, that's he is a bandwagoner then. When he ran over was great in Fnatic. I love them. Yeah. But. And then they moved, so then they everyone all their fans went over to So that's a problem. I'm, I'm still a I'm still a Fnatic fan. Yeah, I am too. So to that's that's the problem separate. I have. That's the problem I have with uh, EU or not EU. Um for what am I trying to say? Esports, thank you. Um that's the problem I have with esports. So, like, uh, my boys are Cloud9, mm-hmm. but they only have one remaining member of that original squad. Mickey, yeah. And the rest of them are on FlyQuest. But I'm not a FlyQuest yeah. fan. I'm a Cloud9 fan. All right. But as, as like, esports is, like, how esports is, I should be a FlyQuest fan, right? Mm. But because I'm so used to traditional sports... I'm just C nine, and I don't no, think I don't think that I don't think you, that really works with. I don't know. I I don't think that works with uh, esports, because y- you want to follow the players, not the teams themselves. Yeah, I mean that's what I do. I follow the players, and you follow the team. So that makes sense. Like we we come from both different. Like I'm an all tech fan, so I supported C nine back when he used to be for C nine C. You know. Right. He was able to qualify for the NA LCS with that team, and they were bought out with FlyQuest. So 
that was really cool. I was a Gravity fan. I was a Winter Fox fan. Oh, <laughs> you know? Like, I followed him. Good times. And so now he's in Dignitas, so now I'm a Dignitas fan, so. Hell yeah, dude. Like, it's, it's interesting, like, how, like, I never would have imagined myself being a Dignitas fan, like, two years ago, you know? I mean, I enjoyed Kiwi Kid, you know? I always thought he was great. And Shifter, I miss that guy seeing him in professional play, because I think he's still pretty viable um, mid laner for NA. Oh, yeah, he's he's the one that, that created the whole Ziggs bot. Like, that, mm-hmm. that's his idea, and everyone ran so, away with it, so. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, following players instead of teams, but, I mean, I'm, I'm still a team TSM fan, you know, just because, like, maybe because it's Bjerg, though. Yeah, uh, maybe I mean. Maybe if he is in it, yeah, I don't know. You, you can say the same for, like, Reggie. Like, you, you like Reggie for Reggie. Reggie is always a staple of TSM, mm. so he's never going anywhere. Right. So that makes sense. But yeah, Bjergsen. I mean, if you don't like Bjergsen, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, he's such a great... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. And speaking of which, we're going to go to Sunday. Uh, first game <laughs> of the day is uh, TSM versus the Echo Fox. Uh, did you watch this one? I think I did. I think I did. Was this? Was a two O style? Um. Oh wait, no, I didn't see this one actually. No, I didn't. No. Having the worst of luck ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he kept getting like, hooked. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. But that wasn't this game. That was another bad game of Keith. And I feel bad for him because he was finally coming out of that. You know, like that whole shit talking where everyone's like fuck Keith and all that stuff why are you guys keeping him but now it seems like back in this little you know yeah Sarlacc pit where he's just getting shit for a while <laughs> yeah so basically uh, so game one uh, was all about Bjergsen uh, playing um, Kassadin uh, once Kassadin came online they just raped every team fight and it was pretty close going to it, but I mean, like I said, once Cassidy did come online, it was fucking crazy. And uh, uh, Biofrost had a lot of good hooks this game, uh, game one specifically, uh, that really helped him out. Spence Garen wasn't feeding; he went one, one, and eight as uh, Gragas, <laughs> so that's always good. Yeah. Um, I did like uh, Acadian's Rexi. I just he he didn't have his team with him to follow up so yeah and and what did what did he build he built titanic hydra instead of black cleaver yeah so Acadian knows man well like, he did build black cleaver i mean like first right it's like he built it first with challenging you know and that's yeah. something so he was going full solo queue you know yeah i feel you and everything so like that's why he was doing so well that match but same time it's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. They, um, I, I think it's a lot of the professional players also have like, um, like one trick pony friends, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, everyone really who's good. a one trick has knows all these players, and they talk to them specifically. Yeah, and they always ask them, you know, like, hey, um, what's a good, like, what's good to build with this one and this champ, you know, and stuff that you enjoy playing with, and 
you know, and that's really helpful, I think, for professional players instead of, like, doing the research themselves, you know, that's why. Yeah, there's just no time mm -hmm. to do all mm -hmm. that extra stuff. Um, like, when uh, when Moon pulled out Shaco, he got flamed by a lot of Shaco one-tricks, so they were mm -hmm. trying to, like, help him out, like, no, you need to do this instead. I mean, it still didn't work out for him, but... Right. Um, yep, yep. Uh, so then... Yeah. Uh, TSM wins game one. Game two, uh, pretty much a smackdown. Uh, Bjergsen's like, oh shit, I can play Syndra. And that was like my known champion. I guess I'll just play that. And just rapes on it. Granted, he didn't get any kills, but he he did so much work this game. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, really, uh, yeah, really good to see. Svens Garen went off this game. Uh, he got all the kills. He went 5 0 and 3. Um, yeah, so why are he is so Spence Garrett has a, a talk with I don't know an interviewer later after this game, and uh, he's like, Yeah, I wish I wish teams would stop letting me have Lee Sin because I want to play other champions, and it's like, Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, think, but it's just like, dude, you suck. I don't on think he'd be successful. Else. Yeah, I don't think he'd be successful because literally he is the only person, or Leeson is the only champion he has. Uh, right now, every other champion I think they said that he's played with, he's like four, three and four, so he's lost <laughs> more times than he's won. So it's like he shouldn't be saying that. Honestly, Leeson is literally the only reason why he, TSM is probably right now doing well. I, f I feel like, I mean, I could be extremely wrong about it because I think Sven Skaren's Leeson is great, but that's it. <laughs> that's where it stops. Yeah, his his Elise is so questionable that it's like, uh, like, are we going to win today? I don't know. Let's flip a coin. Yeah, like, this is honestly now us TSM having to, like, see whether there's enough. I don't know. I think Cloud9 matchup today. Yeah. I think uh, TSM... Or Cloud9 will be smart enough to ban or take away the Leeson with contracts, you know. That, yeah, that, that's contracts is a really good Leeson player, so we shall see. Cool, cool. Um, sweet. Uh, going to the next game, uh, Team Liquid versus Phoenix One, where Phoenix One actually loses this after their uh, incredible run um, with one win. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just loved it because, like, after Phoenix won one, their first game, like, Freak was just, like, uh, like doing this, like, really elaborate, like, talking about how Phoenix has to rise from its ashes and this is the start of its oh, rise. Okay. And then they just, they lose to Liquid the next game. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. I mean, uh, oh, I mean, in um, game two, uh, they were close to, like, dominant in game two but they're really close to losing it you know like yeah. that game went out for like 50 minutes so yeah it's it's surprising to see that like this team is struggling to close out these games that they shouldn't be but mike young totally went off yeah <clears throat> so the the biggest thing i have to say is you don't give rain over fucking olaf god damn yeah. That, like, you ban Lee Sin against Vince Garen, you ban Olaf against Rainover. Literally, if Rainover doesn't do anything, this team sucks. 
and Ray and Olaf is the only champion. And then on top of it, yeah. they give him a Shen and they give him an Oriana and a Lulu. Those three champions allow Rainover to do Olaf things. And it's unstoppable. It's dumb. It's just questionable why you would let that go through. Um so uh, I don't know. I, I don't have much to say about this. Uh Liquid One is probably gonna be their last win. They might be able to pick up one more. Granted they were they are looking a lot better than they were last season, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. The bottom tier th- the bottom three teams right now are just uh Envy is the well I guess no FlyQuest is now part of it. I was gonna say I was like Envy wasn't they they looked really well and now they're finally, you know, doing pretty alright. But Team Liquid wasn't doing so hot and now FlyQuest is now showing their what Monty Christo had like predicted yeah. last split. Yep, pretty much. Uh, cool. And we'll go to the second to the last game. Cloud9 versus Team Dignitas. This was a good, good series. Uh, once again, uh, so Dignitas comes out swinging game one and fucking rape my team. <laughs> like, I did, uh, I was just so, I was like, oh no. Uh, like they they played so well. Like Keen, basically Keen got like a two for a fit, a two for one. I don't know. Keen got off early in this as Victor. He did four zero and three, um, and just yeah, did Victor things. Um, not much to say about this. Uh, Cloud Nine still needs to work. They have a lot of work to do. And hopefully they had some of it um, fleshed out by the game today. Um, but then game two, Cloud9 just like reverses it it's and just, just yeah yeah gives them a butt raping. So um, notable things: Jensen went six zero and three on Oriana, and Sneaky went four zero and five on Jensen. This is now. I feel like. You might want to ban uh, Jin for Sneaky. I feel like he it plays to his playstyle way too well, and mm-hmm. he help and it just helps the team immensely. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you don't want to waste a ban on that. I'm not sure. No, I don't think you need. I think the ban on Lulu is probably more appropriate. Because then you take away a lot of Sneaky's um, protection too, you know. Like uh, Smoothie could always go Tom Kench, though. You know, that's the thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, Sneaky um, has a lot of uh, he's got a lot of picks, you know. Like he could go too. So it's not like banning Jin would even like remotely stop him. <laughs> so like, I, I honestly think Jin wasn't even like the big issue as as much as um, letting go, letting the um. Galio Syndra just being like so dominant, you know, because Sneaky could have been as well, like you said, you know, like he's such a great, um, consistent ADC, so I could have seen Sneaky on any champion and do this well. Yeah, so I mean, uh, so I've been, I listen to a lot of other podcasts and a lot of other 
people analyzing games and stuff, and a lot of them are always all like, Cloud Nine's all about Jensen. If Jensen doesn't get ahead, if Jensen doesn't win, they don't win. And I don't think that's true. Like their weakest point right now is definitely impact in top lane, mm-hmm. the questionable Ray if he's ever going to come back, and contracts. I feel like the bottom three are so solid though that they're mm-hmm. carrying like wholeheartedly. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, um, I don't think lose lane. You know, they just either go even, or, or they or they win. You know, like <laughs> yeah. those are like the only two things. So like you you know they're consistently gonna be that team um, that do, you don't have to worry about bot lane. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, looking good for my boys going uh, going next or this week today. Hint, hint, hint. hint. We're recording this so, a little this later. Week, this week, we're gonna face off against the um, two of the two of the highest, I guess. Not the complete highest, you know, because Immortals is up there now. But um, Cloud Nine versus TSM is gonna be a fun game to watch, and Cloud Counter Logic Gaming versus Cloud Nine. That's going to be an interesting one. I think it, and I think Cloud Nine has amazing, and so does um, Counter Logic now with Darduck. So it'll be really interesting. But I feel like it'll be a stomp on either direction. You know, it's not going to be so much close like I think TSM and Cloud Nine is going to be because they're both like kind of in the same spot. Um, Cloud Nine and both TSM. Right. Uh, before we get any further, um, I w- we forgot to mention that. Uh, so Cloud Nine versus uh, Dignitas. This was the first game that Alltech has shown in uh, bottom lane for Dignitas. Or the summer split, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, for summer split in, in its entirety. Um, noticeable things. Uh, game one, he looked really fucking good. Like, banned Caitlyn, yep. Yeah. He just banned Caitlyn. Really good. Uh, and then the following two games, I don't. he seemed... Uh, it's, it's not that he's... I didn't think that he was bad. I just thought he was no. quiet. Yeah, and that's basically his play style. He's very passive, you know? Like, he, he he reacts to things rather than making plays, and that's that's kind of what um, Someday was, like, failing at, was making a play, you know? He, like, went 0-6 on Fiora, and it was just so bad. Like, the whole team felt it, basically. Every single time Someday fucks up, you know? And that's, yeah. that's upsetting, Um it's like why not just pick the Shen again? You know, like what what won you or like or go with the Galia? You know, something that can win you the matches that you've won, been winning before. You know, but oh, Galio is bad. That's right. Yeah, I feel like he. I feel like, like someday like, has like um, like maybe like a a Huni complex where he knows he's a really fucking good player than the top and mm-hmm. he knows he can crush them, but. It just doesn't translate well, so I think he doesn't want to play tanks as much, which would make sense because playing tanks aren't fun. But I mean, this is your job. You, it, who cares if it's fun or not? You know what I mean? Like, the funny thing about someday though is he does this in multiple games. He lost his Renekton game, his second game, I think it was. Anyway, he plays Renekton. His ending. Uh, stats of what he his items are all tears. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love it. God. Uh, good shit. Good shit. So, cool. All right, and then let's touch up on this last one because it's not gonna take us very long. Uh, 
FlyQuest versus Team Envy, where Envy win this in a 2-1. Um, uh, uh, did you have anything about this game? Uh, FlyQuest, Fly, FlyQuest basically threw, um, I think, because it's... And it's not like they were really ever ahead, you know, other than the first match where they actually... Um, and it wasn't like a, a really good victory. It was like they were just able to turn it around last moment. Yeah. But um, I feel like they just threw their chances of, of winning a, the series because the calling maybe was, was it. And the for some reason, they keep putting Turtle on Jin, and he's just not a Jin player to me. <laughs> like, his play style, like, I guess they want to ensure that he does hard damage, you know, and he's just a scary, like, fl he can just flash in to make those last um, Q... Uh, uh, last last bullet and whisper, you know, yeah. like kind of crit hard and, but it's like and then, elimination uh, can just get him out if he flashes in. But it's just like, dude, just stop. You haven't been successful with the gin at all. Like, mm -hmm. maybe you should see the correlation with that, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. There's something I don't know. They, I think they should focus more on balls as top lane. Doing really well at top lane whenever he picks Kennen. Uh, and he's able to like always trade kills sometimes match so much so but in the other matches they've done so it's like I think Moon should be focusing on top lane or they should be focusing on top lane and high lane instead of bot lane and just let bot lane try to go even because god forbid they never seem to go even <laughs> yeah the, the most worrying thing is I, I think this is game 3 I'm not sure though um, maybe it's game 1 but, uh, so FlyQuest has Cannon in the top lane, J4 jungle, LeBlanc mid, Zigzady carry with, um, Tom Kent support. Cannon goes 1 and 5. <laughs> Moon as J4 goes 0 oh and 4. High as LeBlanc goes 5 and 5. While Turtle as Ziggs goes 0 oh and 4. And Elimination goes 0 oh and 5 as Tom Kent. That is way too many deaths to be given yeah. up in a professional mm -hmm. game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that was that was their third match, and that was just a full-on stomp. Oh my gosh, it's just when Seraph goes four zero and nine, it's it's pretty that's pretty heartbreaking right there. With a wrecked Necton, yeah, yeah. So and who builds a fucking blade of the ruin king? A blade, yeah. Just you so can't. much disrespect is ridiculous. I think once Nar picking nar again or like even just rumble when he because when he's on rumble he's so good and and envy were smart about it and they banned it every single time because they know that balls is able to make those plays with um with uh rumble so yeah i'm really excited to see balls because i like him unexpectedly like i said i supported them when they were in c9c and Balls was always underlooked as being like this wash up top laner, but he's he's able to prove he's really good on Rumble still, even though that's like used to be his like dominant champion. Yeah. Yeah. Setting to see now how many losses he's getting with it because of FlyQuest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should have stopped while you're ahead, man. Uh cool, cool. Alright, um sweet. So that ends it for that. Um, so 
the I guess I should pull up the standings, huh? That'd be cool. So the new standings as they sit are uh, Immortals is uh, solidified in the first place with uh, seven and one. TSM and CounterLogic Gaming are both six and two in the second spot. Cloud Nine Dignitas are tied for fourth with a five and three record. Envy yeah. um, is in six with a four and four record. Echo Fox is in seventh with a three and five. Eighth is Liquid with a two and four. And last place is tied by FlyQuest and P1, both with a one and seven record. Predictions for this. Um, who you think is going to be winning through this schedule um, for this weekend? Yeah, so we'll start. We'll start in EU. Um, so uh, Thursday, June 29th, which is the day. Hint, TD, hint, hint. <laughs> or which was yesterday, actually. Um, so you have Ninjas in Pajamas versus Mysterious Monkeys. Then Fnatic versus Splice. Uh, day two, June 30th, is uh, Vitality versus Rocket and Misfits versus H2K. Then day three is uh, Mysterious Monkeys versus G2 and Ninjas in Pajamas and Unicorns of Love. Anything stick out to you there? Um, the match that already happened, which was uh, basically um, Misfits H2K H2K. versus Misfits. Misfits, yeah. H2K won it. Spoiler alert. I don't know. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Right? The future is here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the only good game. Maybe uh, actually, Fnatic vs. Splice uh, was a good game to watch. Uh, I don't know about that one. I, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I, I do enjoy Splice. They're really good, but I didn't think they were gonna win that match for some reason. I just didn't feel like they were gonna. Yeah, they just were. They were so dominant last last week that I thought that they could correlate that to this week, but no. Nah. I'm actually surprised Team Vitality and Rocket actually went to Vitality's way. Is... Yeah, so I follow Deficio on Twitter, mm-hmm. and, and so so the whole meme is G two was the best in EU. They're gonna go to Worlds, right? Then Rocket mm-hmm. beats them, so now Rocket beat G two. They're the only ones to beat G two. So now Rocket is the the best team in EU. And then Team Vitality won today, and so he, he tweeted out Vitality for Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny um, but yeah uh, the other two G2 Mysterious Monkeys um, G2 should win that basically basically Unicorns Love and G2 should have a really good punching bag to get ready for Rift Rivals so mm-hmm. um, yep yep and then cool so then North America if I can pull it up. Uh, In a few hours. Actually happening right now. <laughs> I know. So, game one. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Game one is Cloud9 versus TSM. Game two, Phoenix1 versus Envy. Ugh, that's, that's a bummer. And then, um, so that's day one. Day two, Saturday, July 1st, is going to be TSM Immortals, another super hype match. And yep. followed by CLG versus C9. Oh my gosh. Those first two games. Oh, I hope they're not played at the same time. That would make me really... Oh my god. That's upsetting. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it is oh playing my... at the same time. 
God, that's so upsetting. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, and then next you have Dignitas versus FlyQuest, uh, Echo Fox versus Liquid, and Sunday's games, July 2nd, you have Phoenix One versus Immortals, FlyQuest versus Echo Fox, Envy versus Dignitas, and rounding it up with Liquid versus CLG. Uh, predictions? Um... Don't hate me for this, but I think TSM might take today for against Cloud9. <laughs> nah, it's, it's I mean, okay. I know where your heart lies, but me, statistically speaking, unless they ban Lee Sin, and if for some reason TSM gives Haunter a carry top lane, then they will lose. <laughs> but other than that, I feel like it, I see a TSM victory in my future, but okay. you could always lean towards Cloud9 if nine plays it really smart and i think they might sometimes you know i just think that sneaky and jensen are playing at their peak right now and i think um you can't say the same for hauncer and double lift so granted they're in like other roles but i mean yeah i mean you you've always looked for i mean bjergsen is going to be solid in the mid lane yeah Svince garen is kind of like uh, up in the air and Biofrost is really consistent. The two other ones you have to watch out for are, are Double Lift and Hauntzer. And they just haven't seemed to perform as well as they have in the past. Whereas I think Sneaky and Jensen um, are better. But I mean, you always have the upside of, or the downside of you have Impact in the top lane who's not looking good and Contracts who's really susceptible to inting. So. <laughs> Uh, it'll be good. It'll be a good match. I hope it goes to three. And I just want to see uh, Jensen style on Bjergsen once. Uh, because he he kind of deserves... Uh, not He doesn't deserve the flack that he's been giving. That he's never been able to beat Bjergsen. So I just need one game where he's just like styles on everybody. And mm, everyone right. realizes that Jensen is a powerhouse. And yeah, so... I don't know, man. I feel like that's what makes Jensen Jensen, though, is that he's able to try to make all these plays, but Bjerg is, like, the gatekeeper, and he solidifies that I am the best top laner. <laughs> I mean, the best mid laner, sorry. So it'll be a really fun matchup mid lane. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm super so interested always whenever I, I see those two. It's yeah. always fun to see. I'm waiting for Incarnation and Jensen to merge as one person. I don't know, man. I remember uh, Incarnation's first game. I think he was called Incarnation because he never clicked R once on a Z. <laughs> yeah, that was so upsetting that entire match. I was like, "Is this guy fucking have ult? <laughs> like, yeah, does he not level it, up his ult?" It's at like all? he never leveled it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, it was a really sad day for me too. Uh, um, cool. <laughs> it was his debut too. All right, um, I think uh, Phoenix won in Envy. I, I think Envy is going to take it. You don't think P1 um, can get another win? I feel like, uh, okay, so hear me out. Okay, yeah, yeah. P1 can definitely take on Envy. Uh, they have a lot of issues, obviously, uh, but they're starting to mesh as a team. I think their bot lane can really hold their own if a special doesn't feed. And I think mm -hmm. uh, Mike Young can really do damage 
um, and show Lyra how to really play Nidalee. It'll be interesting to see the Nidalee power shift of who gets it. Right. Um, and same with Lee Sin, because they're both really good Lee Sin players. I would love to see P1 go 2-0 this week going into Rough Rivals. That's yeah, you, this, this is the week it has to happen, so yeah, I you're know. not wrong. That's what I, was, <laughs> yeah, so I, that's what I want to see. I want to see their confidence just like just boost straight up and then know, just man. get ready. My, my boys, Dignitas, if they get all tech in there, you know, they're going to be able to take care of them. Um... Oh, wait, they're not going against Phoenix one, are they? Who's, who else is Phoenix? Oh, Immortals. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I know. But, I mean, hey, it's happened before, you know? I mean, we P- will see. I mean, it was, what, literally one year ago, P- P1 took a game off of uh, TSM. TSM, yep, number yeah. one spot. They went and them 17-1. and one. Hell yeah, they were last last place, beating first place. I'm just saying, it could happen. Uh, True that. Cool. So uh, then you have TSM Immortals. That's another really good one. Who do you think comes out on top? I think, I think, Immortals might take it again. Yeah, I, I'm but, with you on that one. Actually, I think Immortals are looking really good. And if they do, then they probably will probably see them in finals um or during the playoffs na yep. because they are they are well right now and if tsm can't take them out then my last hope is probably c9 yeah because clg definitely can't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah because clg can't give them can't even take off one game you know no, yeah. <laughs> I just gotta slow him down a little bit so the other ones can take him out. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think Immortals actually will win this one. It, it these are gonna be really good matches. Uh, this yeah. game and the next game, is yeah. CLG versus CLG. Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. Any love for uh, my boys or? I've got I've got love for your boys on this one. I think Cloud Nine are gonna take this one as well. I think um, people have figured out the CLG strategy of Dardoch with Dardoch and Contracts is gonna be able to match it. Hell yeah! Really yeah. good player uh, for his style uh, to play against. So I, I'm, I'm gonna go show some love towards that C9 side. Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, if they win game one, they should win just based on based on the algorithm, because it CLG dominates first game, lose second game, and then kind of wins third game. So as long as C9 wins that first game, the algorithm is out the door. A really in soul again. Oh, true. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they just played a really insult last week, so they have, like, a three-week buffer period of when they can play it again. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, cool. So then you got Alltech. Alltech's awesome. Revenge. I love your, your fucking Fantasy League name now. Yeah. Alltech's Revenge versus FlyQuest. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously... Dignitas is going to take this one, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And I'm going to be loving the Twitch chat because I'm going to be spamming it all day. All tech was the problem. All tech was the problem. <laughs> oh, man. Do, uh, do we know if Lod or All tech are playing? It's going to not know, but I'm pretty sure um, All tech. yep, it says lineup, All tech starting on that match. Oh, nice. So. Yeah, it should be, be a good one. pretty good. Um, they probably have a video ready for me too to watch where Alltech's going to be talking about why he left 
side quest or something, you know? Because or... everyone's trash. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's too humble. I feel like, I feel like Johnny um, Alltech is actually a pretty cool dude, um, and I'm pretty sure they're pretty bummed about it, but, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Real. They just he's seem... a good player, too, but just not for them. Yeah, they just seem like a really good, like, mesh of team like regardless if they're winning or losing it just looks like a really good atmosphere to be in yeah definitely so yeah all right and then uh next match is the covenant of echo fox versus team liquid do you think liquid's gonna win again or echo fox gonna i think echo fox will take this one this time i think they'll finally learn (laughs) god i hope so i mean they did lose against the like team mix so it'll be interesting to see where I'm pretty sure uh, Keith will finally pick it up I don't know but apparently a 10 man roster or something so I don't understand why they're not using their mash is there a sub Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know why either I I do like mash actually I think he did really fine during um, the NACS if you watched that? No, I didn't watch it. Yeah, he did pretty well when he was... Uh, I can't remember who he was going against at the time, but uh, yeah, I think he was doing just fine. And I think uh, Grig, too, is that his name? Grig? Grig, Grig yeah. Who did who did fairly well uh, when he subbed in for Acadian. And people were saying, oh, we would have won those matches if a kitty one isn't like, no, no, I don't think so at all. I think he should be given another sh- chance, yeah. maybe. But They probably would have lost harder, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Caucadian is great for the really early macro game, but like, it just falls off if he's not popping off, you know? Yep. So. Okay, but we'll still give it to Fox this game. I'm going to give it to Fox. You? Nice. Yeah, same. Um, I I don't have any faith in this liquid lineup, <laughs> so I hope they they're not going to get relegated. But God, I hope they don't get a spot uh, for uh, the what is it called for the permanent placement? Yeah, franchising. Yeah, cool. Um, so then we have Sunday, July second. You have uh, Phoenix One versus Immortals, where Phoenix One are going to upset like they did last year against TSM. Uh, <laughs> but realistically, it's probably just going to be Immortals uh, wiping the floor with them. I mean, yeah. if Immortals can beat CLG two zero, they could beat Phoenix One two zero. So, yep. Uh, the next match after that, yep. Fox. I'm honestly thinking. It could go either way, only because I'm expecting a clown fiesta. So I will probably put all my um, um, uh, what is it, uh, fantasy on like both those teams because that that just seems like a bloody match right there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, flag quest versus psycho fox. Uh it's like the entire flag quest team can feed so hard, and Echo Fox won't, yeah. won't know how to close out the game. They'll just, like, match it with Keith, you know? They'll just be like, you guys think you're feeding hard. Hold my beer, bro. You know, like, <laughs> like, where's my Tom Kench? Put me in the middle of this team fight. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. This is going to be ridiculous. Uh, I can't remember if I have any of those players. 
Uh, I don't. I don't have anyone on flag. Oh, yeah, I have Moon. Okay. Nice. I'm hoping. Uh, I've got I've got Frog and and, and Lemonation and High. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, dude. Dude, I lost last week by one point again. Are you I kidding I, me? I saw that. <laughs> kidding me. Uh, actually, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that at the, at the end here. Uh, that's fine. Next next game is Envy versus Dignitas. Um, I hope Dignitas wins, but I think Envy is going to win it. Really? Yeah. Envy's gonna win. I, I just think uh, with the roster changes for Dignitas, I feel if Lod plays or if Alltech plays, I feel like, I don't know. I just don't think the cohesion is there yet. Um, right. It's so. too soon to tell. Yeah, and like literally Lyra could destroy a game, so... And uh, I'm I'm really big on Apollo right now, Apollo Hakuo. I think they're such a good performing bot lane um, that could really take advantage of the, right. you know, everything right now. So, uh, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna go with D- Dignitas only because I feel like if they go with Shrimp, they'll be fine. Yeah, as long as they're on feed. But but I'm actually surprised they haven't put in um, Adrian yet. You know, yeah, I don't, not I don't that, know about not, that. Not not that big is like bad or anything, but Adrian's pretty. You know, when he was in Immortals, he was doing really well, and um, I think he was uh, P one. He was part of their huge success as well. You know, when they were dominating last split. Yeah, for sure. So it's like why he's getting moved around, I guess, because he doesn't mesh well with some people, but. Are probably really would be really fit really well together you know mm-hmm. so but i think big is like a shot caller a pretty big shot caller in the team so that's why he's going to be keep, keeping his spot but who knows we would we will see yeah he's also a big playmaker and i feel supports just supporty support players with playmaking ability really fit well in this meta so i think that's why they might want to look for him because adrian's more of like a heel bot um, kind of a player, so we'll see. Though I mean, it, it'll be nice to see Adrian back. Um, yeah, we'll see. And then okay. uh, lastly, we have Liquid versus CLG, where uh, CLG is probably going to take this to three games. So um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think CLGs should win this outright, though. No question. Yeah, I think CLG will be fine, even um, even though it's going to be really strange to see Dardock whooping back his team you know or no i don't know who knows maybe dardek might carry team liquid <laughs> that's true he might give feed, him the he might feed team liquid to a victory yeah who knows we'll see what happens i can see i can see them crushing game one and dardek pulling out kindred game two such a strange sight to see <laughs> hell yeah Cool. Um, and then I wanted to touch up uh, on our fantasy real quick. Uh, so uh, last week I lost to Jared, unfortunately. Um, I'm C- <laughs> C9 Brennan. Jared is Victoria's Secret for some reason. Uh, I lost 30, 333 to 361. And on the other coin, as you heard, Text Revenge, Caesar versus... Dragons United, Camping Dragons, lost 381 to 380. Feels bad, man. 
<laughs> the worst, man. The worst uh, when you lose by that one point. I mean, it's worse when you lose to Ricky. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll happen more often now. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's got Darshan and contracts. Like, Darshan? Oh, my gosh, dude. He does have double it, though. So. Um, but, yeah, so then this week's, um, I'm actually going... Oh, I'm not facing you this week. That's weird. Nope, you're going against Ricky again. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I'm against Ricky and Jared is versus uh, Caesar. So, um, do we know? Should be a fun. Do we we know the standings? Okay, so I'm tied. <laughs> Jared and I are tied for first. Uh, two wins, one loss. And then you two, um, Caesar and Ricky, are tied for second slash last. Or, yep. I'm sorry, third slash last. Uh, with a one and two record, so. But it's only week five, so we got some time. <laughs> cool. Um, sweet. And then next week is going to be a break for everyone else, and Rift Rivals will be happening for the top three teams of last split for NA and EU. So in EU, it's going to be G2, Unicorns of Love, and Fnatic versus uh phoenix one oh my god <laughs> uh cloud nine and tsm so um it'll be a nice little four day event that we can all watch and hopefully other teams uh take that time wisely to get better so definitely cool cool well uh, um what's up I'm actually gonna be at um lcs uh sunday july 16th i'm gonna go oh shit nice who's playing yeah i live like down the street so uh me and my buddies we're all gonna go there so i hope to see anyone who listens or anything you guys want to see hang out it's always fun i like going to these events it's really cool uh, have you ever been to any yeah i've been to worlds twice oh you've been to worlds twice so you've driven the drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah the fucking eight hours just to get out there yeah it's really fun though yeah it is it just the atmosphere alone is so fuck it's it's ridiculous how awesome it is. In all those worlds, or did you go like during like? What's up? You went. To, you went to final. Yeah, I went at both times. Right? The both time SKT won. SKT won. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. The first time, like they were like the hype train. It was pretty cool with Monte Cristo with his little choo choo bit. It was the so fucking yeah. fun. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, it's it's so much fun. They do a good job. Um, cool. So that'll be it for us here. Uh, yeah. If you like, if you like us, you like the podcast, like us on Facebook, uh, Facebook. What is it? Twisted trio podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can share us, uh, sharing us with friends and family. We'll put you in a drawing for a 975 scanner better. We'll do the drawing once we get more applicants in there. Uh, so get in there. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we should be hopping on there this weekend talking about the games. You can follow us on Twitter at TwistedTrioPod. Any questions, comments, concerns, go ahead and email us at mail.twistedtrio.com. I'm sorry, twistedtrio at gmail.com. I don't know why I said .com. Uh, we are working on a website, not up yet. Um, but yeah, as for everything else, that's all. Uh, I'm your host, Brennan. Call me not Hawk Weber. Here with Caesar Athopheles Salazar. And we'll catch you guys next time.
Later. Peace.